Before we get started, if you want to join me in your Bible, we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79. Luke 1, 68 through 79. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, as I approach your scripture this morning, Lord, I ask that you would put me behind the cross, that your words and your thoughts would be mine, and if I misspeak today, forgive me. And let your message be heard. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, one of the great things about the Christmas story is when the angels appear to the shepherds and proclaim peace on earth. Peace on earth. That comes from my, uh, uh, my favorite Christmas show, Charlie Brown. Linus talks about peace on earth too. One of the favorite Christmas songs that I have is called I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. Casting Crowns does the version that I like. And the first verse says, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And mild and sweet their songs repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And then the chorus says, and the bells are ringing. And there's an there's a echo that says, peace on earth. Like a choir, they're singing, peace on earth. And in my heart, I hear them, peace on earth. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. Jesus brought about this peace. But he didn't bring it the way they thought he would. Our sermon text for today comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79. It says, Blessed is the the Lord God of Israel, for He has looked favorably on His people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of His servant David. As He spoke through the mouth of the holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus He has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered His holy covenant the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant us that we being rescued from the hands of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. As you child will be called the prophet of the most high for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. So this is our second Sunday of Advent. We continue to anticipate the comings of Christ. But today's scripture is not talking about Jesus, really. It's talking about John the Baptist, right? His birth and the role that he's going to play in proclaiming Jesus as the Messiah, as the promised hope and peace and joy and love. So John was born in Jerusalem. Uh, His father was Zechariah. You know, Mary and Elizabeth were cousins. And Elizabeth says his name will be called John. So at the time, everybody was upset about that. All the people around them were upset because John wasn't a family name. And you named them a family name. You gave them 
a name that was familiar. And they said, what? There's no one else in your family by that name. But for Elizabeth, this was a step toward obeying the Holy Spirit and fulfilling the prophecy that had been foretold. John would preach, prepare the way for the Lord. He would preach change. He would preach hope. He would preach repentance. He would preach baptism. And all these were steps toward God, toward peace with God. And this baby John the Baptist would grow up strong in, in spirit and would become the messenger who would point the way to peace with Christ. I mentioned it this morning. How many among you have ever had a morning where everything went wrong that could? Everything. Alarm went off late. Maybe the water heater had busted and flooded or the, the, the sink had floated, flooded or the the dishwasher or the washing machine and that end of the house was underwater. You get that 8 o'clock phone call from the creditor that says, this payment's past due, somehow you missed it. Maybe your bank account's in the red. The kids don't like the breakfast you fixed. How many of you have ever had their kids say, I don't like the breakfast you fixed? It's okay to raise your hand on that one. Let's call those kids out. Yes. Or they don't like the lunch you have prepared for them at school. There's an old saying that says, when it rains, it pours, right? But one way to live happy and joy-filled is to stay calm when you're in the midst of difficult times. When you are at peace with everything, when everything else is falling apart, you can see that your trust in God is working. God gives you that, that peace, that inner peace. There are things in our lives that, that need to be changed, right? Troubles, problems, difficulties, habits, addictions. Maybe it's a lack of kindness or selfishness or unforgiveness. So we, we talk about Jesus was bringing peace, but he wasn't going to bring it the way that they wanted. The Jews wanted this larger-than-life Savior who would come in and, and violently overturn the oppressive rule of the Romans. They wanted somebody to ride in on the horse and take things by force, but that's not how Jesus did it, was it? Jesus brought about this peace on earth by granting us an inner peace, that, that battle that we have within ourselves. John 14, 27 reads, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. So not only do we have this peace that comes from the assurance of salvation, but we also get this peace of mind knowing that, that God's going to heal the world and Jesus is going to change things for the better. God's going to help us move past our worries and our troubles and our difficulties, our addictions, our pettiness. Jesus also brought about this peace on earth by granting us peace with each other. Galatians 3.28 says, There's no longer Jew or Greek. There's no longer slave or free. There's no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus. See, we're, we're putting aside our differences and our, our biases and our unforgiveness because we belong to the same family. We are the family of God. We have the same 
purpose in life, to share with others the relationship of Jesus Christ, the goodness of Jesus Christ. Now the word shalom in Hebrew means more than just peace. It's, it's in essence how things are meant to be. It's a, a glance of heaven. When we say we have shalom, we have just a glimpse of what heaven looks like. It's the peace that God allows us to look at others through God's eyes and to recognize God's presence. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't rely on your own understanding. We can't possibly understand the peace that God brings us, but this biblical peace from God allows us to trust God in all things, in all areas. The Bible mentions the word peace somewhere between 200 and 400 times, depending on your translation. And we live in uncertain and scary times, but the peace of God transcends all our circumstances and transcends all of the world. We're going to be victorious in Christ. So we talk about being at peace with ourselves. We talk about being at peace with others. Are you at peace with God? And it's not unheard of to say that I'm not at peace with God. Talk to anybody who's lost a a baby. Talk to someone who's lost a loved one unexpectedly. Talk to someone who's lost everything, their home and their family and their job. You could go to to the homeless shelter in downtown Dallas and find any person to talk to that, that just lost everything, and they might not be okay with God, understandably. But the meaning of the word peace in the Bible implies quietness and rest. How do we rest in God? Peace is not something that you reach out and touch with your hands. It's not something that's visible with the eye, but every step that you take toward peace with yourself And peace with your neighbor is going to bring peace with God. Peace with Jesus Christ. Folks, we all have this capacity for peace. We do. The trouble is there are too many things that distract us. Too many things that take us away from the mission. We have so many problems to solve and questions to be answered. Difficulties to overcome. Temptations to avoid. We have sin for crying out loud. And it all gets in the way of peace with ourselves and peace with our neighbor and peace with God. But peace comes through surrender. Surrendering to God. Gathering in a a community of faith believers to study and to hear the word spoken. to, To hear songs and to participate in those. To pray for each other. To hold hands. To hug somebody. We missed a lot of that during COVID. What do you need today to move yourself toward those peace? That peace. With yourself, with others, and with God. In the season of Advent, you're in the right place and the right time to make that happen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.